welcoming back to the studio Dima from Caucasus Explorer, all the way from Moscow. Welcome, Dima. Welcome, Dima, back to the studio. Hi, guys. That's right. I hope we release this one after the other one we recorded with him. <laughs> Good caveat, Andrew. One never knows. <laughs> Dima, uh, Dima, oh, I'm trying to remember your Ochistva. Ochistva. Now, while Andrew thinks about that, we probably Ochistva. mentioned this. It's not necessary. It's not, so, so for listeners, for those who are not familiar with, with Russian culture... There are, everyone has three names. You have your familia, your family name, which in the U.S. we would call your last name. Then you have your imya, which is your first name. And then we have just a middle name, which you just make up whatever you want. Which Andrew actually is my middle name. So there you go. Yeah. Um, but here you have, there's a strict code where you're, after your first name comes your ochistva, which is father's name. And there's a formula for you take your dad's first name, his imya, and then you add an ending. So when you hear like Petrovich or Andreevich, Andreevich, those are actually ochistva. And, and in Russian culture, if there's someone you're speaking to formally, you don't really know, you have to know their name and ochistva and say the whole thing at once. So you have to be like, Irina Vladimirovna. It's kind of like Mr. Yeah, but not. Something. But it's different for every person, right? Anyway, that's what Andrew's looking for. Yeah, he got it. But you know, usually it's uh, not a good uh, thing when you hear it because usually that is police or. Something. <laughs> <laughs> well, we wouldn't oh, know that, <laughs> would we? <laughs> police or us foreigners, us really polite foreigners. <laughs> I just try and ask a question to my professor at school, and I'm Dimitri, like, "Dimitri, it's Dimitri Valerovich. Is that right? Yemishev. Yeah." Yeah, so listeners, uh, Dima is one of the the premier experts, I'm not exaggerating, on the North Caucasus. You've been traveling here, guiding foreigners for over 15 years. Um, so Dima is going to lead us through travel tips in North Ossetia. Dima, are you ready? Yeah, yeah, I'm ready. Awesome. This guy was born ready. Okay, travel tip number one. Dima, how do our listeners get to North Ossetia? Uh, if you come from your home, you can uh, uh, come there via Moscow okay. uh, from uh, Russian side. And uh, from Moscow, you take a plane to Vladikavkaz, to the okay. airport of Vladikavkaz. Or if you want to avoid Moscow and want to go straight, for example, you fly from USA to Ossetia, maybe you should use Turkish Airlines okay. uh, and fly via Istanbul to Mineralnevode Airport. And then uh, take a taxi, uh-huh. just three hours by taxi from Mineralnevod, and you are in Vladikavkaz. Are there any international flights directly to Vladikavkaz? Uh, no, unfortunately, no, only from Moscow. Good. That's good to know. Okay. Uh, there is another way. You can also take a taxi from Tbilisi, from capital of Georgia. Okay. And that is a really picturesque uh, highway, Georgian military highway. And it will take about uh, four or five hours to get Vladikavkaz from Tbilisi by car. Of course, depending on the border. Ah, big, yes. big, of course. Caveat. Yes. So four or five hours of driving <laughs> plus, I mean, have you done it before, no, no, Dima? No. Driving, I mean, driving will be just three hours and a half. Yeah. And uh, normally maybe one hour, one hour and a half on the border, but in summer. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, high season, it can be eight hours on the border yeah yeah i did that last summer <laughs> right um but you are i i like how you describe the drive dima it's 
probably the most beautiful drive I've ever done anywhere. Amazing drive. One of the like classic serpentine, curvy, windy roads in the North Cauc- or in the Caucasus yeah. on the Georgia side. Some people hope for the long wait just so they can really soak it in. You know? <laughs> no, that's not true. <laughs> cool. So yeah, it's it's right across the border from Georgia. So that and of course from other parts of the North Caucasus, you can drive there. What about uh, train? Can we get there by train? Uh, yes, you can, but uh, train, for example, from Moscow, it Whoa. takes Whoa. 36 hours to get Vladikavkaz from Moscow. So That's not so bad. I mean, a day and a half. Really, it's two sleeps. You get to stroll <laughs> up and down. Couple sleeps. Couple sleeps and, mm. you know, read, rest, drink. It is done, you're saying, but not ideal. <laughs> okay, maybe I'm too young. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. No, I... Uh, I'm glad you brought that up, though, Dima. Uh, I, when I travel down towards North Ossetia or Ingushetia, I often take a tr- the train from uh, Minerani Vodi. And um, if sometimes if there's not a train to Nazran, I'll take it to uh, Beslan or Vladikavkaz and then just transfer by taxi. So that is really convenient if you need to do it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you may not know this, listeners, but trains in Russia, all in every car, there's a hot water spigot. <laughs> So this is something Among you, other things. U.S. trains don't have for them. I mean, you can go down probably to the, like the cafe car, but this every train because you got to have your tea and then anything that you can cook just with hot water, which ramen is like noodles. anything. There's ramen noodles and lots of stuff, ramen noodles. But anyway, you can do it all right there. So train's a possibility. Good stuff. All right. All right. Dima, travel tip number two. If our listeners travel to North Ossetia, where should they stay? With Dima, next question. Give us, give us our top, the top places in Vladikavkaz and maybe what's a really cool spot in the mountains. Uh, okay. In Vladikavkaz, uh, usually my choice in Vladikavkaz is uh, Alexandrovsky, which okay. is uh, one of the best hotels in the North Caucasus. Yeah. Alexandrovsky. Alexandrovsky, yeah. Uh, Four star hotel. Yeah. Um, another choice, uh, if you want uh, to stay cheaper, is uh, Imperial. Okay. Uh, uh, both uh, hotels uh, are in the heart of the historical part of the city. Oh, cool. Uh, on the pedestrian street uh, called uh, uh, Prospect Mira. Uh-huh. Mm. If you translate, it would be like Peace Avenue. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I have a question about that, Dima. Yeah. In Russian language... How, it, like, how do you know if someone's saying it's the Peace Avenue or World Avenue? Because Mir means peace and Mir means world. So how would you say, like, World Avenue versus Peace Avenue? Uh, you know, I think... Uh, <laughs> He's like, this question was not on my list. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, it just... Uh, you, sh- you have to know context and uh, context. nobody would... Uh, <laughs> Uh, call the street of the city in honor of the world. <laughs> Very good point. All right, that's good. Just, just the street. It just doesn't <laughs> happen, Eli. All right, moving on. So Imperial, you said, right, as a second option in Vladikavkaz? Yeah, by the way, about a week ago, it became almost twice cheaper. Ooh, Can you yeah. imagine? The hotel reduced prices. Uh, which is quite fair. I, I mean, really old <laughs> was established uh, in the 19th century and not much has changed from that time. So uh, now they have somebody... changed the sheets <laughs> a few times. <laughs> uh, okay, they've changed it. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a great advertisement. Uh, I'm intrigued now. That's impressive. They slash their prices by half. That's almost suspicious. We're going to Vladi Kavkaz this weekend. <laughs> Pack your bags. Um, yeah, I'll fill yeah, so, in. Go ahead. Now go ahead. it costs about uh, fifty dollars per per night, uh-huh. and uh, it's quite fair price. And uh, sheets from uh, the twentieth century. Especially if we consider that uh, it's. Uh, Right in the middle of the historical part of the city. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's best placement. Uh, same as Alexandrovsky, but Alexandrovsky is twice more expensive. Yeah. At least twice, even even more. Uh, and the third option is uh, Vladikavkaz Hotel. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a little further, but still in a nice place near the Sunni Mosque of Vladikavkaz. Uh-huh. Uh, if you stay... Like in tents, uh, floor, you see mountains, uh, and uh, yeah, it's also a good hotel. And they always uh, have uh, rooms available because it's a big hotel. Right. Uh, first two hotels are small, and mm-hmm. uh, huh. if you don't book them uh, in advance, maybe yeah, yeah. don't have. Yeah, Hotel Vladikavkaz, uh, we've had some of our uh, tourist guests stay there. But just for the view and the location, you can't beat it. Like it's right in the middle of the city on the Tarek River and the view of the mountains is incredible. And it, it's a really great um, spot to kind of walk around, people watch, et cetera. So that's good. What about in the mountains? Uh, Assetia has multiple uh, mountain passes, valleys you can drive up. Are there any good uh, spots our uh, tourists should stay if they drive up in the mountains? Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, the interesting thing about uh, North City is that uh, the high mountains are uh, really easy to reach. Uh, You can get uh, great Caucasus Ridge. uh, I I mean, the foot of great Caucasus Ridge just by car. Cool. Uh, Good roads and it takes, uh, you know, just one hour and a half. Okay. To be on the top of the Caucasus. And in each valley you have uh, really good places to stay. Um, for example, in Digoria Valley, they have really a lot of hotels. Uh, the best one is Tana Park. Okay. Just a new four-star hotel. Nice. And, uh, wow. About five or six other cheaper options. Uh-huh. And um, next, uh, if we look uh, east uh, in uh, Ardon River Basin in Alagir Valley, uh-huh. uh, you can stay in uh, Tsei Resort. Okay. Uh, the, the small ski resort with a few nice hotels. The best one is Vertical. Okay. Uh, and uh, next valley is uh, Kurtata Valley, mm-hmm. uh, valley of Fiagdon River, and there is one of the best hotels of the Republic. That is Fiagdon Art Hotel. Okay. Cool. Art Hotel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and its uh, prices and uh, all the things is equal to Alexandrovsky. Okay, okay. Don't you guys um, think that Vladikavkaz, of all the s- major cities in the North Caucasus, has to have one of the most dramatic views of the mountains? Yes, because yeah. it's so it's so close to the mountains. It's amazing. It's And they're just like right on top of the city. Yeah, that's true. You can walk uh, in the main street, in the pedestrian street of the city, and uh, you see white mountain. Yeah. And they're from- close. I mean, yeah. So that's really that is Dima. You made a good point that 
Uh, sometimes the capital cities in the republics, it still is like a three-hour drive right. to get up into mm-hmm. the high part of the valleys of the mountain towards the mountains. But Vladikavkaz is so close. Yeah, uh, and that's really convenient. Nice. Um, good. Wow, that was a lot of great recommendations. Um, okay. Travel tip number three, moving on. So obviously, uh, what are the top cities to visit? Obviously, Vladikavkaz is the capital and a must-see. Is there any? Are there any other cities that uh, tourists should go and check out in North Ossetia? You know, I would say no. I mean, if you want to visit the city, yeah. no. You Just Vladikavkaz. But of course, there are a few other towns around. And uh, a lot of my guests uh, like to visit uh, Beslan. Because of uh, the famous terrorist attack happened 15 years ago, and yeah. uh, uh, the memorial placed there. So pay their respects. You go there yeah. not because of the town, but because of the memorial. Yeah. And um, for some people, uh, going to Mazdok can be interesting. Uh-huh. It is uh, further to plains north from Vladikavkaz. Okay. And uh, mostly we go there to meet uh, Sufis living there. Ah, okay. Uh, there is quite a big uh, Ingush community mm-hmm. who are Sufis, and they make the seeker rituals. Ah, uh, interesting. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, also, Mizur, but you know, Mizur is not uh, even a town. That is a village in mm-hmm. the mountains, mm-hmm. uh, which was a settlement of miners. And uh, that is, uh, you know, it's like a uh, open air museum of Soviet <laughs> time. I mean, it's it's the, not a museum; it's a it's just village, a but, village. <laughs> yeah, it it keeps this spirit. They still have uh, Stalin and Lenin and a great uh, World War II memorial. Wow! And they have a special, um, I don't know how in English, like stand with. Uh, uh, fresh newspapers of Communist uh, Party of Russia. Oh man, amazing! Uh, so these uh, are so antique newspapers, so or or they're alive. I mean, people really they're communists till now, and uh, wow, yeah. So they print these newspapers currently, and these are current. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, man, you can find it all in the North Caucasus. <laughs> um, so that was a really good overview of the different cities. Um, I hadn't heard of a couple of those. Good. Uh, That's why we're asking you the questions, Dima. (laughs) Okay, travel tip number four. What is the best local food our travelers should try in North Ossetia? Whoa, that's a difficult question because uh, as for me, North Ossetia is the best place uh, for foodies in the North Coast. Oh, wow. Really? the, The best food is there. And the most famous uh, Ossetian food is, of course, Ossetian pies. It's like really part of the brand of the Republic. Here in Moscow, you know, you have a choice. You can uh, order pizza or you can order Ossetian pies. Uh Like, you know. Wow. So (laughs) compare the two for us. Uh, We've done this a couple times with our listeners. But from your point of view, how does pizza, what's the differences between pizza and Ossetian pie? And clarify pie because that has a different meaning (laughs) in America. Right. Pie. We're thinking pizza pie and Ossetian pie. Or apple pie. Yeah, but not. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they're they're very... Very different. I don't. I don't want to compare them. Actually, oh. well, maybe <laughs> just describe Ossetian pies then. What is Ossetian pie? Ossetian yeah. pie is a, a very thin 
uh, layer of uh, dough uh, with a really huge amount of stuffing. <laughs> and, uh, the difference with, for example, Hachipuri, you know, mm -hmm. famous Georgian Hachipuri. Yeah. Uh, the difference is uh, that in Ossetia they use so many different uh, stuffings. Huh. Uh, it can be cheese, it can be cheese with potato, it can be uh, beetroot leaves. Yes, that one is good, uh, man. That, that is, uh, I think that is the best and all my guests love it. Just to clarify, that was beetroot leaves with leaves. cheese. Oh, man. You get your yeah. vitamin K and A and cheese, vitamin cheese. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> and, uh, of course, pumpkin and meat and, uh, you know, interesting thing that very often Ossetians uh, uh, use meat pie as a dessert. I mean, <laughs> they... Would you like some meat after, after your meat? <laughs> you know, the end, in the end of uh, the feast. <laughs> they like uh, it so much, they have it for dinner very, and dessert. <laughs> very kafkas of them. <laughs> it is good, uh, yeah. but their meat pie isn't sweet, is it? No, no, no. of course, it's spicy. It's yeah. They, they, laugh, they laugh at us uh, weaklings in the West who eat dessert, uh, sweet desserts. Yeah, it's... <laughs> a point of shame for us, really. Uh, <laughs> but, but, you know, the uh, function of the dessert is uh, to be the most tasty food on the table, right? Uh, it's not necessarily sweet, you know, just the most tasty thing. Interesting. Uh, right? I mean, this is a point, right? Dessert, something very tasty in the end. So now we go into the philosophy of desserts. <laughs> Eli, can you imagine the look on our wife's faces if we asked them for... <laughs> A meat dish for dessert. <laughs> and now I will have a different dish of meat. Darling, you did prepare <laughs> something with meat for dessert, didn't you? <laughs> so in the U.S., as our listeners probably know, <laughs> uh, pie is like almost always sweet. And we hear yeah. about things like mincemeat pie in England or in the U.K., which is very strange sounding to us. Mm -hmm. It's some sort of chopped up animal parts in dough and you can, you know, the a tradition you could call pizza, a pizza pie. That's sort of what it is. But when we say pie, we always mean sweet and usually with ice cream on it or something. But so the Ossetian pie, just to clarify, is not sweet, though it could be a little sweet, but it is, whatever it is, it's the tastiest part of the meal. Yeah. So, and it's got dough on the top and the bottom. And so it's a closed round thing. And then you, you cut it like a pie. Mm-hmm. Well, well okay, said. so uh, second uh, dish I would recommend is zika. Uh, What's that? That is uh, cheese. That is uh, young cheese uh, boiled with uh, uh, with um, flour. Uh -huh. uh, wheat, usually wheat flour, sometimes corn flour, uh -huh. uh, and. Uh, and that's it. Uh, you boil it, and uh, that is very uh, filling, very tasty. It's like a, it's like a setian cheese sticks, right? So, what form cheese is balls. it when it's done? Is it? Do is you it pick fried? it up with your hand? Do you or do you spoon it? Do you eat it like kasha? You know, it depends. When it is fresh, you eat it uh, with uh, using spoon. Ah. Uh, it is uh, it's liquid 
then when it uh, became uh, cool cooler yeah uh, you can eat it like kasha like porridge uh-huh. uh, and uh, then for example on the next day it uh, becomes quite uh, um, hard strong, strong quite hard yeah uh, and you can uh, take your knife cut it huh. and put uh, for example on the bread that's a great Zika, that's a new one for me Zika. good um, okay, we're going to keep moving here. We're, uh, you have so much amazing information, Dima, that me and Eli can't stop ourselves from talking about it. About unrelated Let, things. Let's keep moving here. Uh, travel tip number, I think we're on five. five. Best hole-in-the-wall restaurant. Where, not something uh, where everybody eats, but where's kind of a good local hidden place? Uh, but, you know, it's a strange idea. I mean, it would work if... Vladikavkaz would be a touristic uh, city where right. you know you come as a tourist and you get the touristic place, but everything's uh, a hole in the wall. I mean, uh, all the places uh, yeah. in Vladikavkaz made for locals. Yeah, uh, wow. and, yeah. Uh, uh, so uh, my uh, favorite place when I'm tired of traditional cuisine and I want to something more European, I go to Americano Cafe on the uh, Peace Avenue, uh-huh. Respect Mira. Uh-huh. Uh, no and, uh, yeah, and uh, so, okay, if you want to have traditional cuisine and you have much time to sit with your friends, you are not in a hurry, go to places like Fushimta. It's uh, not in the center. You go to suburbs. Okay. And have really good slow food. Nice. Uh, can can I just a, ask a quick question? Mm-hmm. When you say not in a hurry, good slow food, like how long would you say locals would sit for a nice long meal? Uh, locals, locals can sit there for half day. Uh, you, know? <laughs> <laughs> you, you come to lunch and you sit. They're professionals to at dinner. that. <laughs> uh, nice. But uh, I mean. Going to these kind of places, you must be prepared to wait for about an hour uh, mm. because, you know, usually sure. there are just one, two waitresses for a really huge restaurant. So don't take hungry children there. <laughs> Feed them yeah. before you go. <laughs> uh, no, actually, no, your children can go to your neighbor sitting on the neighbor table and uh, all oh. those, uh, Always order much food, and they will be happy to. Give this food I to you. I did not know. This That's is really good advice. Really actually. good advice. This advice for backpackers uh, who uh, don't have money to order meals. Uh, <laughs> just go <laughs> children look, or backpackers or backpackers. <laughs> look like you need pity. Okay, travel tip number six, Dima. What are the top three must-see tourist attractions in North Ossetia? Uh, number one is Dargavs, the, the, the biggest uh, complex of uh, medieval crypts. Okay, yeah. Uh, constructed in a period from 14 till 17, and maybe even 18th century. Okay. okay. Do, you, do you need a special pass to go to Dargavs? Uh, no, now not. Uh, just last year they uh, canceled this uh, old Soviet nice. rule. Really good news. That yeah. is good yeah, news. So. Good for them. It's called also, Darkovs is also popularly known as City of the Dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that's one of the most probably 
picturesque, like Instagrammable shots of any place in the North Caucasus, I would say. Yeah. Uh, Yes. Second one, I think, is Midagrabin Waterfalls. Yeah. It's not far away from Dargavs, just uh, 20 minutes drive from there. Uh, And you need a border zone permit to get there. That's good to know. Okay. And that uh, is, and is that, one of the is, I've read about that. Is that the highest waterfall in Europe? Is that right at the highest elevation? Midagribin uh, waterfalls. No, no, not in Europe. Uh, in Norway, there is another one, which is 900 meters okay. high. Hmm. And the great Zega one, that is one of Midagribin waterfalls, uh-huh. uh, is just a little higher than 600 meters. Gotcha, okay. But do you and, mean, uh, Andrew, that the waterfall is located at the highest elevation? I mean, it's located at the highest Even elevation. It's, not the tallest. It's, it's one of the highest in the world. I forget what the wow. exact statistic is. Well, that'll be in the show notes. Just as far as elevation above sea level. Yeah. We like the superlative. No, no. Data. I mean, the difference. Uh, I'm talking about the, uh, how high is uh, the fall. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Good. Okay. Not, yeah. It's up there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, what? Ah, and be careful. It works uh, not uh, all year round. Mm. The best time to see it is uh, June, July, August. Uh-huh. Because, you know, it starts just from the glacier. Right. And uh, it is waterfall only when it is hot and when glacier melts. Right. And the water just falls down from the glacier. So in winter, of course, it doesn't work and uh, it uh, it is frozen. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the third place is, uh, I think, Vladikavkaz uh, itself. I mean, uh, walking around the city is uh, the highlight of the yeah. Republic. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and there are so many architectural, historical sites like uh, the churches, mosques, uh, uh, the building of Philharmonie, which was uh, German Kirka, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, just so just the soul of the city. That's yeah. great. Yeah, Vladikavkaz feels very historic. It's it's a cool place to go to. Um, that's that's really good um, advice, Dima. What about uh, two off the beaten? This is travel tip number seven. Two off the beaten path locations, maybe where a lot of tourists don't know about or don't go to. Uh, where would you send, recommend our tourists to go to? Uh, I would say in general, try to visit uh, holy places uh, of Ossetian religion. Okay. Uh, Interesting. What, and, what uh, are those places best- called? Do they have a name? I think our Ossetian guest told us they were called something. I don't know. In the Ossetian uh, language. Ah, Zoar. Zoar. Yeah, one of, visit one of Zoars. And the uh-huh. best time, of course, the time of Zoar Bon. I mean, the day of this holy place. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zoar is a holy place. Bon is a day in Ossetian language. Gotcha. Uh, each uh, Zoar have uh, at least one day uh, when... Uh, People go there and uh, make the celebration. Um, maybe the easiest place uh, to visit is Rikom, Rikom Shrine, uh-huh. or Sanctuary. Uh, it is uh, in Tsei Valley. Okay. Uh, and it's just near the uh, hotel. <laughs> so uh, one hour 
walk and uh, uh, the place will be visited. Um, mm -hmm. Second uh, advice uh, is uh, uh, go hiking or trekking in uh, Digoria Valley. Okay. Digoria is uh, the the on the west of the republic, uh, on the border with Kabardino-Balkaria. Great. And uh, uh, that is great because of mixture of uh, nice mountains, uh, a lot of architectural sites like medieval towers, uh, castles, uh -huh. uh, crypts, uh, and uh, quite uh, quite authentic uh, village life. I mean, of course, North city is uh, not so authentic, not so archaic, like, for example, Dagestan. Uh -huh. uh, but still, you can get the spirit of sure. a city and village life. Yeah. Man, those are great. Yeah. Yeah, good. Really good. Dima, that leads us to our eighth and second to last question. <laughs> you mentioned that... Uh, to get to Midagrebin Falls, waterfalls, you need a border zone pass. Uh, yeah. Are there any other major tourist attractions that you need a border zone pass to in North Ossetia? Um, only in Tigore Valley. Uh -huh. Yeah. There is a nice hike uh, to uh, Karaugom Glacier. Okay. Uh, it's really nice. Uh, you go in the pine forests and uh, the glacier comes uh, almost to the forest, which is quite rare. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, That's cool. And, yeah, you, you need it. Yeah. So, uh, listeners, let us emphasize, uh, do not go to these places unless you have a special permit from the local security services. Um, if you really want to go to one of those places, uh, we could help you get one. Uh, but you will have problems if you get to one of those border crossings and don't have the Your border pass. zone pass. And I do want to mention Georgia, of course, is right there. It's it's literally 20, 25 minutes, the border uh, from North Ossetia, uh, from Vladikavkaz. But uh, do not go to Georgia unless and want and come back to Russia unless you have a multi-entry visa. If you have a single entry visa and you just think, oh, I'll just pop over to Georgia for a day or two. Sayonara. Don't do it because they won't let you back in the country. Uh, so you got to make sure you have a multi-entry visa, tourist visa, if you want to pop over to Georgia and then come back. Um, okay, uh, last question, Dima. Travel tip number nine about North Ossetia. Is there anything specific to that republic about their customs, their religion, dress, that – uh, our travelers should know about things that they should not do or that they should do? Uh, in general, it's quite a uh, modern republic. Hmm. I mean, in comparison with uh, Ingushetia, Chechnya, uh, they are very westernized mm -hmm. uh, and um, they have their own national religious tradition. As I already told, they have shrines and mountains where they go to pray uh, and uh, drink holy beer with holy pies. Uh, and uh, so it's very Western. Right. You can do anything, but just uh, still be respectful to people, to their religion. And uh, some people, they are Christian. Some people, very small percentage are Muslim. Uh -huh. So just respect people and that's it. Great travel uh, tip for anywhere. Absolutely. I just learned more about North Ossetia in the last 30 minutes than I knew, period, before that. I could have told you uh, none of that, Andrew. So. 
<laughs> good thing I asked Dima. That's not right. You, it's a good Eli. thing. Now, so, did I hear you right, Dima? They go to have holy beer and holy pies. Uh, it, it was, of course, a joke because the main thing is praying. <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, I wasn't sure if I should laugh or not, but it really struck me as funny. Uh, uh, but uh, one, of course. But as you probably know, uh, after the praying, they uh, drink. Like praying is like a toast. So after you pray, you drink uh-huh. beer, and uh, then uh, you can have uh, the pies uh, and uh, also lamb. Uh, and then you say another toast, another praying, and then you drink again. So it's, uh, yeah. That's how they do it. That's a good way to end. I have a feeling you're making North Ossetia more and more appealing to our listeners as, <laughs> as this uh, episode goes on. Um, Dima, this was really, really awesome. This is such a practical travel resource uh, so for much, people. Man. Yeah, thanks so much. And um, listeners, we're going to have show notes attached to this episode, uh, trying to at least give you some visuals and um, checking that out online. Again, if you're listening on a, like a smartphone, just when the episode's playing, you should you just need to scroll down to most of them. There's no like link. Just scroll once the the image is up for the the podcast. Just scroll down, and there will be all the show notes, all of our eloquent, you know, writing and links. Yes, and uh, if you you can check that on our website at caucustalk.com. And if you do have questions about borders and pass or anything else, um, podcast at caucustalk.com. So, Dima, thanks so much. And um, I want you back in the studio. So hopefully we're not saying goodbye for the last time on air. Okay, you're welcome. Okay. Have a good day. Bye-bye.